You don't know who's swimming naked till the time come in. Fuck where your hoes at, or where your roads at, where your backbone, nigga, where your cold at, where your down since day one, real bros at, where them stories that you telling unfold at, where your heart, nigga, where your soul at, we got old school ways we expose that, ain't no guarantees, but you know that, niggas die every day, can't control that, Ken Griffey throwback, nigga had to go left, must have popped 28 times cause it's four left, if it's about mine, ain't a nigga that I won't check, run through your hardest homeboy, you could go next, 85 cut dog, hustle at the Rolex, chain on my white tee, now you see the progress, stacked every chip on myself, time to collect, all money in, just imagine what I gross back, fuck where your hoes at, or where your roads at, where your backbone, nigga where your cold at, where your down since day one, real bros at, where them stories that you tellin' unfold at Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? We got old school ways, we expose that Ain't no guarantees, but you know that Niggas die every day, can't control that That's why I call my thing the marathon Because yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie and, and, and portray um, This ultimate poise like I've been, had it figured out Nah, I just didn't quit That's the only distinguishing quality From me and probably whoever else going through this Or went through this or is gonna go through this is that I ain't quit. I went through every emotion. I went through every emotion with trying to pursue what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And I think that what what's gonna separate whoever's gonna try to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit. And that's you know you're gonna really take the stance if I'm gonna die behind what I'm what I'm getting at right now. Fuck where your hoes at, or where your roads at, where your backbone, nigga, where your cold at, where your down since day one, real bros at. Where them stories that you tellin' unfold at Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? We got old school ways, we expose that Ain't no guarantees, but you know that Niggas die every day, can't control that I think that Our reaction to being disrespected We gotta, we gotta, we have to reassess how we react You know what I mean? I think that we have been known as, as hip-hop To make songs And that's a part of it we gotta, we gotta go a step further because I think that it's like a disease in your body. Once you start giving it a treatment, it'll get immune to the treatment. Mm -hmm. And you gotta try something else to kill that disease. So I think protest music is important. I think that YG was a genius. Fuck where your hoes at, or where your roads at, where your backbone, nigga, where your cold at, where your down since day one, real bros at. Where them stories that you tellin' unfold at Where your heart, nigga? Where your soul at? We got old school ways, we expose that Ain't no guarantees, but you know that Niggas die every day, can't control that August 15th, 2019. I'm sorry, I'd say his birthday was on that day. You know what I'm saying? Shit. We back. We may be a bit late, but we are still here. Don't forget it. Hope you guys have had a nice weekend. 
If you're listening to this, it's probably a nice Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, hanging out with the fam. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're doing the damn thing. Before we get into it, let me go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Famous Amos, a.k.a. the Unidentified Black Male, (laughs) a.k.a. your mother's last mistake, (laughs) a.k.a. soul brother number three. AKA, he went that way. And you are tuning in to the Block is Hot podcast. That is correct. The Block is Hot podcast, where anything and everything can be discussed and nothing is off limits and everyone can get roasted. And it's been a hell of a week. I know I'm about to be late to the party on some things, but I just wanted to wait to see if some more information had come out. The big case is Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, there's no doubt about it. The mysterious suicide. But before we even touch on that, let's go ahead and touch the book of the month. Which, if you remember from the previous episode, we're actually doing a dual series. Okay, because these books are not long. Not that long. And they are actually two books that I have read already, but I wanted to reread. And the first book on the list is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. I'm not going to lie. I do not uh, know how to pronounce his last name. Essentially, it's um, it's a book within a bunch of books, a uh, book series. And uh, some other books you may have heard of is mm, The Devil and Miss Prim, Warrior of the Light, The Valkyries. I know that one's pretty popular. And uh, the mountain, and this one is a—it's uh, another book in the series. I genuinely kind of forgot what it was about because I haven't started reading it yet. Uh, the month's not over yet. I'm wrapping up the first book or second, depending on your order. I was reading *The Dresden Files*. Stormfront by Jim Butcher. This one I'm actually just about done. I am on the last few chapters. And the Dresden Files is about a wizard named Harry Dresden. And the book itself deals with all the occult symbols and things like that of that nature. But he's not just any wizard. He's a private investigator in current 20th century. And I guess the background of him would be what if Harry Potter graduated from Hogwarts, came back to the real world and was like, shit, I wasted, I, I spent my whole last, you know, better parts of my life learning magic, but how do I apply it to the real world? Become a private investigator. And it's a pretty intriguing book. Can't wait to talk about it next month and actually get down deep into it. But after I'm done with this book, I'll probably finish it up later on today or tonight before I fall asleep. And that's going to be The Alchemist. That one, I'm going to uh, knock that one out. It's been a New York Times bestseller, um, international best-selling phenomenon, phenom, whatever you want to say, call it. But it was really good, and I know that it deals with traveling and kind of getting out of your comfort zone and kind of exploring and, you know, all that positive, good vibe shit that you'd be hearing people say on the Instagram and the Twitter and all the social medias. Right now, for those of you that are probably wondering, 
What's this guy drinking? What's he sipping on this episode? Well, it is not a beer. It is actually a white claw. I know, I know. Don't don't shame me, don't judge me. But for the past, you know, month or so I've been on the keto diet. This is now a month and a half. Been doing it with a girlfriend and I'm not gonna lie. These little white claw things are starting to grow on me. Pour a little shot of vodka in it, now you're a chemist. Mm-hmm. So, uh, before we get into the Jeffrey Weinstein, I mean, not Weinstein, Epstein, kind of want to get on some of the lighter, lighter subjects because there was, it was an interesting week of entertainment. A lot of the good music has come out. Reflecting on young Nipsey Hussle, you know, kind of had me thinking like, damn, he's really gone. Even though it's like, yeah, it's not even like a year anniversary. It's just like, man, it was like, it's big shit was about to happen. And we're going to be missing out on a lot of good music. A lot of good music. But uh, some projects dropped. I just want to, you know, make sure I put you guys on, on some game, on some some hip hop that I'd be listening to. Currency, you know, he dropped another album, but he stays dropping projects. So it's not like, you know, if you missed his last project, it's cool because he just dropped more fire for you. But go back and listen to his last project. But this one is um, Hot August Nights. It's just fucking dope. Um, I would also check out the new project by uh, by Blue. It's called Groundwater, but it's Blue and uh, Damu, the, fun- uh, the Fudge Monk. Again, it's, you know, a pretty cool album. The Legend snoop dog of course has dropped another album i want to thank me and it's the, the album artwork for this album is fucking sick it's like basically you know if you remember like the old album cover of the dog house and then you have like the dog pound photo of like the cards playing and all that shit and like it's basically like a spin on that like all the ogs playing cards like the old classic dogs playing cards and shit um, but again good album it's good to see that he's still rapping at a good caliber you know it's not like uh, this ain't gonna win no Grammys or anything like that, you know. Don't get it twisted, but it's still, you know, good body of work. Always, it's always good to see the OGs still putting out music. Um, I'm giving, I haven't given it a shot yet, but um, I do want to check it out. The new SOB XRB. Um, oh shit. That motherfucker told me it was an album. Um, actually, it's just a single, so might even play that then. Just check it out. But uh, yeah, those that's what I've been kind of rocking with right now, as far as the releases. Um, yeah, don't be shy to go ahead and pop in and you know slide in the DMs or in the Discord and share some music. Because on a side note, it is actually not hip hop related. This is just a, a like just a, an album I've been fucking with real heavy lately. It's called Voyager by Moonchild. And if you're into like a kind of jazzy soul vibe, like if you <laughs> this is a California thing, but you listen to like you know the wave and shit, if you like a little bit of Sade. This is something you can probably vibe out and rock out to. I you know was drawn to this you know album the whole week just chilling. And also that's also why I've been late this week. Uh, do apologize 
basically got a show coming up i know i mentioned in the past few up uh updates uh, i mean podcast uh we got a showcase going on in la was invited to be a part of the rise showcase so i've been getting some pieces ready and just working on other things as far as drawing some ideas of what i want to paint because right now it's, it's not the painting side it's the idea side and i've been lacking a little bit of creativity on what i actually want to promote and draw it's like do i want to actually paint a skateboard do i want to buy some sca uh, some canvases you know options are out there maybe i might paint these uh, these jordans or something that might be an option uh working on a leather jacket that's just about to be dope and that's kind of it for my personal shit right now but again i apologize for not being consistent for the past few weeks especially with the old motherfucker it's tim red hose aka timmy bus nuts he's been bluffing and lagging and still not getting his car running and shit so you know that old chestnut and it's kind of it's it's, it's kind of like on that like weird scheduling time like tuesday is now kind of like a weird day to record so I'm not sure if I'm going to have to like push it back and start doing it on a Thursday podcast. So it releases Friday. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Life moves on. Life moves on. <laughs> Fuck. So. The big talk of the town is Jeffrey Epstein. And this is just going to be an opinion side because I'm still waiting for a lot of these facts to roll out as far as what we have. How do you commit suicide on 24-hour suicide watch? That's the question I want to put out there. Now, coincidentally, as this has happened, I've recently developed an addiction. Okay? Your boy fame is, has developed a new content addiction. And... I think right now I'm at the tail end of it. I'm about to start weaning off, but bruh, for all y'all that are out there, and if you if you're like me, sometimes if I'm watching TV, I look up locked up or locked down or lock up abroad, all those lockup shows, because me per I've never been locked up. You know, I've never gotten in that type of trouble or got caught to where I've actually had to go to jail. So I'm, I'm fascinated with the system because that shit is just unfamiliar to me. It's like, it's like when people, you know, meet a new culture for the first time. So I'm always intrigued to hear stories about prison or someone's personal experience about it. Just because, you know, it's, it, it's the one place in life that you don't want to go ever. And yet it's, it, it's affected so many people's lives, you know, whether you've been to prison and you're listening to this, you know, you can definitely shoot me a message and we can have a conversation um, and even come on, you know, I have no problem interviewing, but, um, but, or, you know, someone that has been locked up or you've almost been locked up and accused of a crime. Just it's those types of things like there were, I think that in America, at least I feel like you live your whole life just trying to not go to jail. Like, think about the dudes on Wall Street doing crazy-ass crooked shit. They're, they're doing it, but they're trying not to go to jail. Like, no, like, that's the whole thing in life. Like, it, it, it's something trippy to think about. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, before we get into this Epstein stuff, I've been fascinated with 
a few channels on YouTube and I've been absorbing their content just to try to, and this is before he even offed himself, but it's just for some reason, like it, I think it was when we were at the lake, maybe even before that, I just heard something about jail and I was just like, you know, I never want to go to jail. Like that's basically like, you know, that's why I, I try to be respectful to people and I don't, I never try to escalate situations that could possibly land me in cuffs. Like I'm never trying to have some bracelets on me. So I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, for sure. And then um, there's this guy, Big Hurt, with uh, Fresh Out. Was watching his shit way back, maybe a few years ago. Maybe like, oh, about a year ago, year and a half. And, you know, I was just like, oh, let's see what he's been up to. So checked out his content. Dope. Channel's been growing and just putting out amazing content. And just, you know, once, you, once the algorithm in YouTube shows that you've picked up, on you know some shit it'll just start recommending you some shit so found this other dude i had nowhere uh i think he called himself death but uh he runs this shit 23 and one lockdown or lockdown 23 and one and this dude is just telling crazy experiences and getting these crazy interviews with just other people and then i found this other dude west watt uh west watson or wesley watson i guess he's out of like san diego or like inland empire kind of thing and you know, so he's he's local to SoCal. I'm like, okay, shit. And like all these dudes are like, you know, some of them have some real inspirational shit. You know, a lot of them are doing like fitness stuff and other things, and they're just kind of like, they're they're explaining to people on an educational level of, you know, whether it's hey, I fucked up, I'm out on bail, I'm about to go into jail. What am I gotta expect? Like, do I gotta click up with the races? Um, like, what, what what is it? And it's like they're spread out all over. So you know, we got. You know, two from Cali and then one from West Virginia and then another dude that was like from Florida. I forgot his channel. I'm sorry. Um, and it's just like they're giving you all the experiences of like, yo, if you're in West Virginia, uh, it's not as racist, but, you know, it is. But uh, you can be like neutrals like in, like in Cali, like not nah, like that's just straight up like this is, you know, race politics. And then Florida is more of a gang politics side. And then just they're, they're, they're breaking everything down, even like with the Hispanic side and just and. That shit is it, it's so fascinating because it's a system that we created by creating the prison industrial complex. All right. I know I'm rambling right now, but this is all going to wind up back to Weinstein because I believe that there's about three plausible conspiracies. And then one of those is more outrageous than the other. But we'll even touch on that. So now with that said. I'm watching these guys content and they're breaking shit down and they're, they're giving the scenarios when you're on the yard and you're labeled a piece of shit, which is basically like you're a chomo, you know, woman beater type of thing, or just like, you know, pedophile rapist, all, all the sexual misconduct shit. Like even the fucked up thing is though. And you know, you can get an indecent exposure and you're still a predator and they don't know the like the charge is just indecent exposure. So you're going to get treated just like a fucking rapist or child molester because you're on that shit and they're going to get your ass beat. They're not going to, you know, let you say, oh, I was just peeing in public because they're just going to think you're whipping your dick out. So it's just so these motherfuckers like and it, it, the thing is, it's on site. For those of you that are listening, the block is hot podcast. I know we have all walks of life to listen we have some people that live all the way down in the sticks we have some people that live up and you know some nice mansions and shit which you know 
cool, spread the word. <laughs> and then we got just the average Joes. But you know, when it's on site, it's basically it's it's a green light on chomos and in pedophiles. So anyway, if they if anyone's gonna get it, and that gets you respect. And that's what I, this is the shit that I'm getting from all these ex you know, inmates and stuff. They're saying, yo, like they just say you're the bitch on the block right now. But a chomo comes in and just like, yo, you just take flight in front of everyone. You know you're gonna get some shit added, some added time, you know, but you beat the shit out of him in front of everyone. People will be like, yo, you know, that's what's up, you know. He's a child molester and you beat his ass, like for sure. That gives you a little bit more, you know, of, of some clout to pull. And there's things called GP which is general population and PC protective custody. And if you're in protective custody, it's either you're a snitch, you know, like six, nine, or, you know, you did some fucked up shit, you know, pedophile, some shit, maybe. And they, I think he said it's sometimes for, uh, for mental retardation. I think like if you're kind of slow or you like, you like, you're, you're kind of defenseless like that kind of thing, but that's a whole nother side. And even in there, it's like, there's people that like will like weasel their way in shit and it, it still can go down. All right. So now that we have a good foundation of the prison system and that we know that inside prisons that they have hierarchies, they have their own internal politics and CEOs aren't always the best at their jobs. You know, they 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 don't get paid enough. They're usually understaffed and they usually work a lot of hours. You know, and, that, and that's in a that's in jails. We haven't gotten you know prisons, you know club fed, all those crazy security maximums, you know, all that crazy shit. You know, I got a buddy who's a LA County Sheriff who works out of Twin Towers, and he, when he said he he tells me how they do their security checks, you know, they basically walk by and they have to scan it uh, after after a certain amount of time. I think it's almost every fifteen minutes or thirty minutes. So, and that's a lot. You're just walking by, you look in, beep, beep. Beep. And you just got to keep doing that shit. And he says that, uh, you know, people do try to commit suicide. You know, he's like, he said, someone has, you know, but it's very rare because it's like they're so on it. And if they don't, they're fucked. Like they lose a job. And it's like he was saying how, you know, having someone commit suicide is fucked up because it's like the officer gets in trouble. Even if you're like, fuck it, he's a child molester and he killed himself good. It's like, nah, because you let him die on your watch. So no one wants to have that pinned on them. That's going to look bad on your career. Like, oh, you let someone die on your watch. So the, the CEOs themselves, they take all that shit very, very serious. And I, I don't think that should be overlooked when it comes down to, you know, oh, the security guard allowed this to happen. All right. But also there are some shady security guards and... It's a money-based economy. Never forget that money talks, bullshit walks. Okay, so... I just really want to paint the picture of how the prison system is, even though I've never been, but just hearing these same stories. Like, once once you hear the same story over and over, even if it's told a little bit different, but it's like, yo, that's, that is the prison life. You can now start to understand how... He would have gotten killed without it being any malice. And you may be out there like, fame, what do you mean? How does that make any sense? Well, 
And this is coming from information, you know, from my father, you know, he used to be a CO back in the day and my boy, like inmates handle the, the paperwork, you know, they handle, they, they'll process some paperwork and do some shit. So you got to think to yourself, well, damn, if the, if the inmates can do that shit, well, they're going to know exactly what charges you got. And if you roll up in there and they put you on the yard or, but he's protective custodies, you know, now, but they ask you for your driver's license and they see that paperwork, they're going to fuck you up regardless of your case. And that's what I think is crazy. Now, Jeffrey Epstein was a high profile case, but they didn't know necessarily why. Because the prison system is not going to have the same information. They're going to know this guy's a rich guy and he's a sexual predator. But they, they're not going to get the same information that we would have on the outside. Such as, oh, he's linked to XYZ and his rap sheet has him with so-and-so and woo-dee-woo. Like, they're just going to be like, we have a rich motherfucker in here who is a child molester or sex trafficker. Which is even worse, probably. Like, eh. You know what? They're equally as bad, but I feel like if you're actually trafficking and you're like selling them like cattle, that's worse. Like, I think I think we can all agree that if you were to put up a pedophile and a sex trafficker for, for children next to each other, it's like you're going to beat the shit out of both of them. But I feel like you're going to go harder on the trafficker because you know that it's like it's not even about the pleasure. It's about it's about the money side. And you're just selling humans and kids that are going to get fucked. So it's like, you know that they're going to end up in the hands of the guy on the left. So it's like, if he didn't exist, then the guy on the left would have a harder time. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but it's just, you know, it's just a way to make sense of all this. Now imagine we already heard reports that he had gotten his ass beat while he was in there. And I believe his, uh, his cellmate was like this fucking like ex-cop or some shit. Let me see if I can pull this motherfucker up. Let's see. Yeah, so his um his summit was an ex-cop charging a murder. And I guess they tried to blame it on him. But if you look at this motherfucker's photo, he's jacked. Like, this motherfucker could easily just choke the shit out of this motherfucker. And that's another thing that doesn't add up. They said it was, like, death by suicide of hanging. But he didn't have enough clearance to hang and snap the neck. It was more like an asphyxiation. So where are all these broken bones coming from in his neck? And that is something that cannot be a uh, cannot be explained, but I'm I'm waiting for that. Damn, I got off track. So we were talking about before that, before I got off track, just like, you know, before it being a hit. His cellmate, ex ex cop, you know, he may have done wrong. He may have, you know, been found guilty in a murder. He's doing his try his time. And he's in protective custody because he'll in Gen Pop, he'll be fighting all the time. He's a cop. Like, it's just a target. They're, they'll want to kill him because he put people like them in there. So, you know, it's off top. So when he finds out I have this rich motherfucker who's also a sex trafficker for children, it's like, I'm just going to fucking I'll kill this motherfucker. Who gives a shit? I'm probably doing life in this bitch anyways. 
And then what happens? He gets strangled. Or ties a sheet around his neck and then chokes the shit out of him with the sheet so it doesn't have the handprints, you know? It's easy. It's easy. And I think that most of you would agree. Yes, give me, give me my round of applause. <laughs> I'm just fucking with these sound effects too. So I want to hear what you guys have to say because there, there's also another conspiracy. And I'm not going to lie. I heard about this. Actually, I think um, Sam Tripoli mentioned in, in my comments on a post. He, because he's, he's actually saying this too, but he has a lot more. He, he can connect the dots way better than I can. But the only way I can explain it is I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled a Tupac on him. It's one of those things where if if he wasn't killed, then they took him out as far as like, yo, we're going to fake your death. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Um, it's with uh, Antonio Banderas, Johnny Depp, uh, Salma Hayek, I believe, and you know some other people. It's basically the sequel to El Mariachi. And so in this movie, you have your main villain who uses a body double and gets facial reconstructive surgery, but he makes it seem like he died on the operation table. That could be the same thing that they're doing here. You know, make it seem like he was strangled to death. Wheel out a corpse that looks identical. And now he's somewhere right now with some plastic surgery. All his accounts are probably, you know, like mushed around. He has people that are taking care of him because it's like that's that's what they signed up for. When you when you join those sick ass cults and all that shit, it just it just that's not far fetched. It's not because now what do you do? Dead man can't tell no tales. All these uh, cases have to be dropped, and I wouldn't be surprised if all the hard drives, everything that was found, all the evidence gets dismissed and destroyed. That's a fact. I would not be surprised if any of that happened. Now, imagine if Harvey Weinstein is still out here, you know, free, doing his shit. Bill Cosby's locked up. And it seems to be that they can only get the certain people that they want. How did they even allow this to happen? I mean, and again, I gave you two good scenarios. I gave you the testimony of, you know, basically my... My friend who's LA County Sheriff at Twin Towers, you know, and how strict they feel about keeping the inmates safe just because of their career. Not because they even care. It's just like, yo, I don't want this motherfucker to die on my watch. What do we really know about the officer that allowed this to happen that was supposedly asleep or not there? You know, how did this happen? Maybe this is just a bad prison to begin with. Maybe he was sent to this prison because I knew that it was more of a chance that this would happen. And the fact that we have a lot of mainstream people defending the conspiracy theories, like this is what every conspiracy theorist, truther, whatever you wish to say. I don't believe in conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorists being a negative anymore. 
I, I, if you really want to call me a conspiracy theorist, that just means that you haven't looked into anything because that that's a net. It's, it's like name calling in a, de, in a debate or a conversation. It's like, once you, once you throw that out, that just saying okay, if that's all you can say because you can't defend your, your opinion, then I can't even, I can't talk to you. But the fact that we have people saying that this isn't, doesn't seem like a conspiracy theory is seems you know kind of kind of trippy which could also put every conspiracy theorist on the side of well fuck maybe this maybe this is something way bigger maybe he really did fake his death because it seems almost too perfect and too good to be true Oh shit, yes, yes. Damn. I don't think I had my, my sound down. I was actually trying to stream this. So for those of you, they've probably been tuning in or trying to check it on the, the Twitch one, you know. Well, shit. So, those of y'all that are checking out this podcast, I want to hear your opinions. What do you think happened and why do you think it happened? Because anyone can just say song was set up, Tupac was set up, Biggie was set up, Prince Elizabeth was set up, JFK was set up, MLK was set up, you know, but I really want to see where the, the, the truth lies in all this, you know? And that's a that's 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 basically where I'm at right now for the Epstein because I just want to see what comes out, you know, if there's any more evidence. Like, what if all of a sudden Monday morning it's released that the video footage actually confirms all these people, and now we have like the great purge and blacklist of Hollywood. I don't know if any of you guys have ever um have ever seen the movie called The Majestic. It's with um I believe Jim Carrey. And it's a, it's about a man who is a Hollywood producer. He gets blacklisted and he's going on a drive to get out of the city where he gets in an accident, um, gets amnesia, washes up on the shore of this like town. And in this town, they had a lot of losses after World War II. And he looks like one of the people that went off to war and thought was, you know, he was missing in action. So everyone's treating him like he's the lost son and even at the, you know, you, you basically, he knows that he's not him after a while, but even the people, they, even the people in the town, they know that it's not him, but since it happened, they, they wanted to have that feeling again of having one of their own. And it's just, it's a really heartfelt movie, but I think the main message is the whole blacklisting era that never went away. People get blacklisted all the time. And we see it happening now with the modern day shadow banning of YouTube and Instagram and, the and their algorithms. Like that was basically the blacklisting of old Hollywood. Like if you can't put your content out on YouTube, if you're a visual content creator or at least profit, 
because i mean people have patreons and that means you have a really strong dedicated fan base that believes in you but if you can't try to make you know advertisement just off of the passerbys and the advertisement that could possibly be gained you know that's that's blacklisting or blackballing same thing i think That's just some real shit to think about, you know? So there's gonna be a lot of good shit coming out soon. A lot of good movies, a lot of good video games. I'll tell you one thing I'm, I'm excited for, Death Stranding. I don't know if any of you guys are out there, any type of, you know, Hideo Kojima fans, if you fuck with some good old-fashioned Metal Gear Solid, long live Big Boss, I would strongly suggest you just fuck around with Death Stranding. Give it a chance. I'm probably going to buy a PS4 just for this game. Oh, shit. Had a little bug on my toe. A little spider. Let me get back on my agenda. Oh shit, I forgot. Woodstock was 50 years old this week. Just imagine being there. Woodstock. Taking all the acid. Smoking all the reefer. Drinking all the booze. Should be wild. <laughs> Okay, let me get out of that. I got caught up. So I saw this post on Reddit the other day. And apparently Chester Bennington's sister was trying to link her brother's death to Jeffrey Ep to the Jeffrey Epstein case. And apparently she was, say she was saying how, I guess, he was trying to speak out against the sex trafficking stuff. And that's why he was killed. And that's why he was found hanging. So, I don't know. If it is, that's super fucked up. But then again, I'm not surprised. You know? I really think they, they gotta examine the whole part of that. See, now we're back on fucking Jeffrey Epstein. So, damn it. No, not that sound effect. No one should be cheering. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's kind of also what I want to speak on too. Nicki fucking Minaj, Nicki Minaj. All right, so for those of you that may listen to other podcasts, for those of you that are into hip hop, there is a podcast out there called the Joe Budden Podcast, and Nicki Minaj has her podcast called Queen Radio. I don't listen to a uh, Queen Radio, but I, I've been listening to Joe Budden's podcast for a long time. You know, almost since not day one, but you know, about going on three years. You know, on and off, just as kind of like with Joe Rogan. Like I don't listen to all the Joe Rogan podcasts, but I listen to like certain ones depending if the title's good or if I you know read the description. But 
you know, Nicki Minaj, I guess, had some problems with Joe. And I think now that these rumors about Nicki Minaj being crazy, I think that shit might be true. Don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. If someone critiques you, you have your right to be upset and have your opinion. But really, though, like, I feel like if you if you can't compose yourself in an art and like, even if someone's like, if, if, again, it's not like it's a heat of the moment situation. Like, yo, if you're out in the streets and someone's popping off at you, like that's that's different. You know, like you're in the streets, you're going to be in the heat of the moment. But when someone invites you onto a platform to have a conversation or you invite someone over to have a conversation and then you don't even let them speak, you're just yelling at them. It's like, what was the point of that? Like nothing, nothing was done there. And I thought that that's what happened. I made a little post about it and some people got upset. Some people were sliding the DM saying how I was, you know, out of line saying how like she's a woman and shit. But it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you can't just yell at people and expect motherfuckers to just like think that you're right. It's like, she is insane. Like, but that's just something that popped up on my feed right now. I was just looking at that shit and it just reminded me, like, I just had to get that off, put that, put my two cents out into the ether. I think Nicki Minaj probably is as crazy as all the rumors of her have been said. She probably is just like a super, super diva and just probably snaps on people, like tears their head off. Oh, turn that lo-fi down a little bit. Yeah, that sounds a little bit better. Well, shit. Uh, that was basically, I mean, I'm trying to think. Did anything really crazy, crazy happen? Well, as far as in video game news, I think uh, the one thing I thought that was pretty fucking crazy was I saw that this YouTube video, uh, this YouTube guy, Borderlands 3, basically got his channel fucking taken down, which to me is fucking mind blowing. So I don't know if you guys know this story, but there is a YouTuber. I don't even really know his shit. All I know is that essentially what happened is he's a YouTube journalist. Dude fucking got some leaked information about um, the Borderlands 3 game. And the dude fucking, his name's uh, Sup, uh, Sup Matos, S-U-P-M-A-T-T-O-S. Um, his channel just got deleted and, and taken down because... Since he got this information, he proved that it wasn't like he hacked in or like did anything malice. I guess like Borderlands 3 and Take-Two Interactive sent private investigators to his house two times, you know, just for reporting and basically leaking information. But again, if it's leaked, if it's not leaked, like you, you got it and ill-gotten, like, you know, like you hacked into their systems or something like, like apparently it was on stream. He followed the accounts of the people that I guess had access to the game follow their twitches and stuff and i guess he got information from them you know and now this guy is like lost his channel has to start over from scratch has to go ahead and or try to fight this all because of a game developer who fucking lost their shit and was basically you know just coming after a, a you know an independent journalist like that happens if you don't keep the lid on your shit it's gonna get leaked it's plain and simple for those of you that don't know, when they were designing the new Ford GT, they actually had those motherfuckers under lock and key. Like, not key card, 
and normally motherfuckers like in, in like the factory now it's the key card entrance like no like for this you need an actual physical fucking key like to make sure you can actually get in like that shit was so under wraps like when it was almost like the manhattan project that's how compartmentalized it was so sometimes you just you gotta take it on the cheek like how many games have we ever seen over the past let's just say two years that have been leaked information so the fuck what like people weren't gonna buy the game because you leaked the information it's like no but that's just my little rant on that i think it's kind of fucked up how uh, a big dev company like that can go after a small company and you know pretend like shit's sweet but maybe i just yeah maybe i'm the asshole Fucking, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I'm going to I'm gonna have to have a short one this time. Not, nothing really caught my eye this week. And since I was really just painting and, you know, drawing and doing shit like that, I don't know. I guess actually, this is actually a pretty fucked up week for me. Lock broke on my truck. Just shit like that. Got to deal with my sister. She has some friends over, you know, swimming at the pool and shit. Come home from the gym after having the most sweaty and intense fucking workout. Threw up all in the bathroom. I made it in the toilet, but just, you know, when you're going hard and just, you know, you can't breathe, you do a little, do a little hiccup. It's like, oh shit, I'm about to puke. So yeah, I went, puked. I was like, all right, for show. Doing good. And then what happens? I come home. I see this little bag on the on the front of our door. Like, you know, maybe someone was dropping something off real quick. A neighbor dropped something off. And I'm not thinking of anything, but I see this dude. He gets out of his car, and I see the doors, like, open. So, I, okay, he's here, my sister and her friends, and he's coming in. Make eye contact. Gives me the what's up. I don't know who the fuck this dude is, but he seemed really friendly. I was like, all right, cool. If you're, if you're that friendly, you obviously didn't rob my house. <laughs> And I can hear people swimming in the background. But when I get to my door, I'm like, what the, why the fuck is this like Winco, like grocery bag here? Did someone like leave something and forget it? So I take it and I start unwrapping it. And then the dude is in there and he's looking at me and he's like, oh, I think that's poop. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, nah, it's like a dirty diaper. I'm like, and I lose my shit. Like, who the fuck, what nasty, savage fuck leaves a fucking diaper in in front of someone's fucking house like not like we don't have fucking trash cans like literally she could have walked her fucking fat ass like around the corner and just threw that shit in the trash can like it's fucking disgusting so i'm spazzing out and my sister's like making me seem like i'm the asshole like you need to calm down it's not that big of a deal i'm like there was just shit in front of our house. Like the disrespect was just like, I was livid. I was like, we have a, we have a, a, a trash can inside of our garage that she could have thrown that away in. We have trash cans on the side of our house that she could have thrown that away in. But the fucking bitch just fucking left it right there on the fucking, our doorstep. Like just, and I, yeah. And, and just dealing with that, just fucking not cleaning up after the party. Just, I don't know. Me and my sister live together now. And this shit is a fucking nightmare. I swear to God. Like, like roommate from hell type shit. And this, this actually just may be me venting on the podcast. 
because the bullshit that I got to go through with her. But yeah, came up on some J's, some blue sport, uh, the, the the blue sports, all white. Not gonna lie, was on offer up. Saw him. I was like, all right. I want to, you know, do a little painting on him. So that's going to be a fun little project. Paint those J's. Put a little spin on it. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. How long have we been recording for? Oh, shit. We're about almost, we're almost about an hour in, you know? Well, shit, this is just going to be a short podcast. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep going. Especially after that little rant, I don't know where to pick off. Uh, yeah, I think we're just going to end it on this one. See what we got for a nice little exit song. Play a little bit of Nip. Oh, shit, shit, shit. You know what? I'm going to fuck with a little bit of Bobby Fino. Uh, And for those of you that don't know who Bobby Fino is, Bobby Fino is the football player, Arian Foster. Yes. Yes. The Arian Foster. And um, dude has bars. Real shit. Uh, This is actually going to be off of his second project. His first project was called uh, Flamingo and Koval. And this next, uh, his next album or his most recent is called a late February. It's, it's not an album. It's an EP. Um, but the song that I'm about to be playing is, uh, it's called Scarlet Letter. This shit is dope. And it's crazy. Cause I would say that Arian Foster is one of the better rappers that was an athlete. Like, I, I don't think I can name another professional athlete that is as fire as Arian Foster, like legitimately. And I'm not counting like master P who was like, who, who, nah, I'm not, I'm talking about someone who was in the league and like some, you may throw out like a Damian Lillard. I think that Arian Foster has better bars than Damian Lillard. But, uh, I'm saying that that is my personal opinion. I mean, if you want to fight me, you know, we can, we can fight. We, we can, we can, we can get them digital thing, them, dig, them digital thumbs, fighting right now and getting that shit you can debate me uh but let me guys know if you guys are, really want to come on and do this you know little discord thing because i i want to i don't just want to pick at random as far as like you know because if some people want to do it more than others and have like a certain topic at hand they really want to discuss uh shoot me the dm so we can try to link that up and then we'll get going on discord or like a skype call once we get my camera set up do a face-to-face one-on-one. Actually, you know what? Pause on that. We're going to wait until I get a good camera set up again. And then we can go ahead and get this shit cracking with the 1v1s. Or when It's Tim Red gets back and fucking gets his shit popping. We can go ahead and uh, get the 2v1 pause. Good old-fashioned handicap interview. So, uh, with that said, uh, this is going to be... Uh, Scarlet Letter by the uh, dude we know as Bobby Fino. Bobby Fino. 
My name is Famous Amos, a.k.a. The Unidentified Black Male, a.k.a. Soul Brother Number 3, a.k.a. Your Mother's Last Mistake, a.k.a. He went that way. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the block is hot podcast on twitter as well the block is hot and y'all have a great day peace in peace out we fuck with y'all yeah. i feel better but i know better I won't let you know, baby, what I did to you And I feel for you, baby, I feel for you But I feel better, and I know better But you won't let me get away with it So I won't let you know, baby, what I did to you And I feel for you, baby, I feel for you Sitting in the circus performing a show Fighting these urges and getting so nervous, now I'm feeling low But after the high, this feels like a drug And we made a scene all over this rug yeah. Protecting your feelings without us discretion And maybe admitting it isn't impressive You get suspicious, you all in my messages I go through hell, how could you question like this isn't love And maybe it's wrong Or maybe I'm just not as strong But I feel better but I know better, and you won't let me get away with it, so I won't let you know, baby, what I did to you. And I feel for you, baby, I feel for you, but I feel better, and I know better, but you won't let me get away with it, so I won't let you know, baby, what I did to you. And I feel for you, baby, I feel for you. Intuition, why I was on these missions. Somebody's behind your kisses. Our love has turned to prison. My heart is in collision with mine. And now I see from your side a Capricorn in the sky. I thought that I was your side. Yeah. I started feeling these roses. Look what it exposes. Yeah. This guilt is like a cancer that grows until the answer that shows is right up under your nose. I just hope that you feel better, but I know better. And you won't let me get away with it, so I won't let you know, baby, what I did to you. And I feel for you, baby, I feel for you, but I feel better. And I know better, but you won't let me get away with it, so I won't let you know, baby, what I did to you, and I feel for you, baby, I feel for you. Yeah, sharp in the blade slowly, this holy clock is flowing, crying, golden rivers, my height has been at my lowest, my warmth has been at my coldest, that I does bogus, at this crossroads between brilliance and a psychosis. Feelings here is the motive in Sicilian leather and posing for covers that cover the pain of our culture. They painted our culture the same colors that it exposes now. Put your camera back and focus like you ever taste your ego and face yourself in the mirror and see yourself as a kid like where did we go?